Welcome to Beyond Our Focus. I'm Stefan, this is Amanda, and this is Breaking Prisms for March 26th. Today we're going over the Twilight Zone Season 1, Episode 16, called The Hitchhiker. And let's just go over some opening narration to kind of get you a broad idea of what we're starting with. Her name is Nan Adams. She's 27 years old. Her occupation? Buyer at New York Department Store. At present, on vacation, driving cross-country to Los Angeles, uh, California from Manhattan. Minor incident on Highway 11 in Pennsylvania. Perhaps to be filed away under incident you walk away from. But from this moment on, Nan Adams, companion on a trip to California, will be terror. Her route, fear. Her destination, quite unknown. Sorry, I was laughing because I, I apparently didn't pay attention to her occupation. Yeah, I, I mean, I saw that too. Department store, or what is it? She's uh, a buyer at a New York department store. What does that even mean? Just, yeah, what does it necessarily mean? It sounds mean? more like a customer, Do, but... <laughs> that's how fancy way of saying customer. But, Some, um... When you say buyer, it's like maybe a buyer of art. A buyer of... But does it well, say of like an art gallery or uh, antiques yeah. or... Unless, like, talking about buyer and retail as in she supplies the store. Maybe. But that just, to me, it sounds like a customer. And maybe she is. Maybe she has old money. Maybe she's just rich. We don't know. It's never described in this uh, particular episode. I'm terrible. (laughs) We'll figure it out. So, Anyways. Yes, yes. As we got described there, she is on her way to California. There's a... She has a flat tire. Yes, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He, he he's changing her tire in the beginning. Yeah. And then he's stalked by a hitchhiker. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the episode. Without spoiling anything else, that's the broad sense of what the episode is. How did we enjoy the broad sense of what the episode was? Um, I would say <laughs> plot, characters, everything. All, all, pretty much all things considered, it was actually pretty good. I personally enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed the overall plot. The characters, a little <laughs> less so, but I still thought the characters were good. She, on her hand, I think she's a a little over overacting, over dramatic. <laughs> In some spots, I felt like she didn't react appropriately. Probably not. How a normal person probably would respond to a situation. <laughs> but by far, leagues in a way, a way better than the last episode. Where I thought everybody overacted. <laughs> and it was all just like, okay, but I can't, let's step down about 15 notches and just act like normal people for a second. And I think everyone played their roles pretty well to make it a kind of an eerie episode, except for her. As I said, she was a little overdramatic. But I mean, if she is a buyer from a New York <laughs> department store, then yeah, yeah, maybe maybe that's just her. Yeah, they did a good job. This 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 felt like a. It almost felt like a horror episode. I mean, not a lot of like horror, but it was more, I guess, suspense thriller-ish. It felt that way, getting through it. Yeah, we're, we're tapping into urban legends. We're tapping into just, the, the of course, the whole hitchhikers and the eerie person by the roads and stuff like that. So, yeah. so it definitely felt that way. It felt, in some ways, it felt a little bit more modern to what maybe like Black Mirror as generally feels like there's yeah. a general lot more suspense in some of those episodes like oh this feels a lot more horror-ish and this episode had that 
makes me even more curious to see what the next week's episode, the brand new Twilight Zone from Jordan Peele is going to be. I guess we'll find out. Especially being that neither of us have seen it because it's brand new. It's not coming out till (laughs) the day before we put, put it out, so... It'll be interesting to see how we react to it, how everyone else reacts to it, because... I hope it's good. I really do, too. I really do. I'm super excited. I can't <laughs> tell you how excited I've been waiting for this episode. It's like, ah, Jordan Pills done some awesome stuff. He, he did Get Out, which was really good. He did Us, that comes out, I think, this weekend. Jeez. I'm pretty sure, yeah, it says this weekend, and then the very next week will be, like, um, will be his new Twilight Zone stuff. So, I'm getting CBS All Access for this show. It needs to be good. Oh. So, anyway, back on this episode. Yes, I very much enjoyed it. I think, personally, I think it was one of the better episodes we have seen so far. Yes, I think between the setting, it, there there wasn't really anything that looked too cheesy about it or, like, even just really old-fashioned. Everything looked like it fit very well together and just, as besides, of course, Drama Queen Lady, everything went smooth. Yeah, a couple tiny little <laughs> hitches, um, but we'll go that over that in more of the spoiler section. So overall, definitely worth a watch. Yes. Do we want to give it our score before we jump into the spoilers, or say, hey, you don't get to see it unless you go into the spoilers? Because that, that that's mean to the people that have to go back, watch the episode, then come back, and then it's like, well, what if they want to hear how we rated it before? That's why I'm asking. Kind of like when you try to go and find like reviews before you go see something. Like you, yeah. You're always looking at Rotten Tomatoes and stuff like that. So. Well, it's good to know. All right, well, let's give it. What, what do we officially give the episode? What is the Beyond Our Focus official stamp? Our official stamp is that we... <laughs> We have four companion cubes out of five remaining. We have only lost one watching this episode. That sounds confusing. It's four out of five. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all at four. A solid four companion cubes were saved. It's an interesting way of saying it. Yes, yes. Very true. All right, and we'll move into spoilers. You've had, you got a minute or two here. A moment or two. We a minute a or two. We're you not have s- a minute or two here. We're going to time for 120 time. seconds of silence while you exit the episode if you didn't want to know in the spoilers or anything else about it, just in case you clicked on. All right, you've had your time. You, we gave you 15 seconds. That's all you had. All right, uh, let's start with the thing I didn't like. The train scene. <laughs> we start going through this episode. She's being, of course, followed by the hitchhiker and followed and followed and followed and we arrived at some train step a train tracks and she has to stop because there's a train coming of course the, the train's like 450 <laughs> miles away but it is coming it will be here eventually and of course mr hitchhiker dude appears in front of her so to which, to which this time it's like she's freaked out but at the same time he's kind of like looking at her like hey you should come here and sh- this time she actually wants to go or maybe she just thought she could drive off. She'd drive and go around him and get off. I, I don't know. I don't know either, but she goes forward a little bit, and then the car dies maybe, but then she can't crank it, and then the train, still coming, really slow. It, it is, it'll get here eventually, and she just doesn't seem to react to the train at all. She still re- seems to be reacting to him 
It yeah. only him, but he is more of a threat than the train that is about to kill her. She just seemed more annoyed with her vehicle than anything <laughs> else. Like, this stupid thing won't start, and it's like, lady, you, your vehicle's trashed. You already said... You already told some person earlier on that you were tired of your vehicle, which she, she, I don't know what happened to her in that moment, but yeah. Um, so it's like, why not just get out of the vehicle? Just get out of the vehicle, let it go. Yes, you'll be alone with the hitchhiker man, but hey, it's fine. I'm sure the train's going to stop being that it hit a vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so. You, you would hope so, at least. <laughs> But it's like, eh, it's just... I, at first, the first thing that I thought, because I wasn't thinking back to the fact that her vehicle was already faulty, was I thought it bottomed out. Like, I thought, because how low her vehicle was sitting, I thought it got stuck on the tracks. That never occurred to me once. Oh, okay. That was not my thought. I just figured it stalled. Oh. Because, of course it would. <laughs> that would always happen. Oh, something has to happen to put him in this, this horrible situation. Oh, it won't crank. It won't crank. It won't crank. Oh, there's a train. It, yeah. it seems like atypical stuff here. Which we had gone over a little bit that said, just get out of your vehicle and push your... Just just get out and push your car at that point because you have time. There was time. There was time. The train was you, really slow. You had time to read a book and get some coffee maybe. Yes. So it was my only... My biggest hiccup with the whole episode. It's like everything's played out pretty well. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was it had its suspenseful moments of what was going on. But that train scene was just it got, it got to me. It got to me a little bit. But if we have some, you know, interesting parts, um, as far as what we also didn't like was her over overacting, and probably the over the most overacting she did was the scene with the sailor. The good old sailor. Her and the sailor. <laughs> like, he was creepy to himself. Yes, he he was a lot of creepy. But, I was convinced that he was going to attack her at any I, moment. Well, when she's sitting there trying to get help and the, the other guy is literally like, it's okay, some guy's trying to rob you, just come back if he does, and we'll, then we'll call. Okay. Yes, the gas station clerk was a, a douchebag. Yes, it was late at night, but when some girl just comes up to your, your house and like, I need help, I think some guy's trying to rob me, you know, like, okay, well, if he robs you, come back and we'll deal with it then. <laughs> and then, of course... Sailor dude just pops up behind you and says, Hey, what are you doing out here all by yourself? You know, Sam Kimmy said to you, hitchhiker dude. What are you, I mean, sailor hitchhiker fella dude, what are you doing out here all by yourself? Oh, I just got off leave. I'm walking. Off what? leave from where? Where are you walking to that you need to get to California? You know, he was creepy to himself. If there is any indication of anything, it felt like he was like her, yeah. which we haven't talked about the ending. Which, in my opinion, is what sets this episode apart from a lot of the other episodes and why it's so good. Because yeah. I think the twist ending, yes, you suspect through the entire episode, something's going on. Yes. Hitchhiker dude, keep it up really well. Yeah. Like, insanely well. He's, he's Somehow, he's magically able to be everywhere she's at. To the point where she's actually asking the sailor guy, hey, is it possible for somebody to get picked up and end up in a spot ahead of you, and then just get dropped off again, and this just keeps happening. And he's like, well, I guess it could, but it's not really probable. And she's like, oh, it's nothing. It's just... I mean, besides that, Hitchhiker <laughs> Dude has never been seen by anyone other than her. Yeah. He disappeared in the beginning. He wasn't there. 
I mean, when the tow truck picked her up and or changed out her tire and all that good stuff, he didn't see her. The guy at the, the one diner stuff didn't see her. Didn't see him. Sailor dude didn't see him. And they, to the point where he's like, I didn't see anybody. And then she's like, drives into the gravel and stuff like that. And he's like, you're just trying to kill me at this point. She's like, no, I was trying to kill him. I'm trying to kill the hitchhiker. It's like, well. If I kill him, then he can't keep following me. I think I'm going to walk from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all vibes from Sailor Dude go away because he's just like, you know what? This is too much for me. I'm out. To the point where she's like, the reason why I really picked you up is because I like you. And I was hoping you'd take me out. Just stay in the vehicle for a little longer. Yeah, yeah. At that point, it almost seems like she's trying to rape him. <laughs> like, okay, well, the tides have turned. To which he stops and thinks about it for a minute. He can see it, and then he's like, I'm a pass. And then just leaves. I let me get my shoes. So maybe he was just a little creepy, and maybe <laughs> nothing was come out of it. He was really creepy. So we get to the end where finally she pulls off because she's going to call her mother. Yes, she just wants someone to bring her back to reality. Yes, so she wants to call her mother. So she stops out at a telephone booth, because those things were the old thing back then, and um, calls her mom, to which a Mrs. Whitney answers. Yes. It's like, who's who's this? It's like, well, this is Mrs. Whitney. Like, where where where's... I think, I don't know, my mother or whatever. Yeah, she she keeps, says mother, but this keeps, woman doesn't ever yeah, treat her she, like she's saying mother. Yeah, she keeps saying, my mother's not this, my mother's not that. And this woman is literally ignoring everything she's saying. But she's answering her, so she can hear her. Yeah, but she's ignoring the mother part, and I don't understand that. Yeah, she completely ignores that. And it's like, well, she's in the hospital because of a nervous breakdown. Yes. My mother is in the hospital? Of course, ignores that, Yes. You know, six days ago, her daughter died in a car accident. And she's like, I did not. <laughs> like, And then, of course, like, oh, da, da, da. The, the, the blowout in the very beginning, the first thing we come upon in this episode is her with the flat tire. And the mechanic saying, oh, it's, it's a miracle. Everything went well. You didn't die. We're not getting a hearse to pick you up from this. It's like, oh, maybe we should have. <laughs> Apparently, there was marks, there was everything in the road. That's why he was so surprised that she was still just... So, yeah, I think that the twist warrants it enough that it was uh, good. A twist that I didn't personally see coming. Had a couple suspicions, a couple yeah. things that I thought might be the ending, or what was going on, but not her being dead from the end. And most of them involved Creepy Dude being dead, which Creepy yes. Dude technically was death himself, yes, but... Yeah. Still, just thinking that maybe she had her accident, hit him, didn't remember it for some reason, and just was just driving through, and he just kept popping up, haunting her pretty much. Something along those lines. Not the, not, not the incident at all. So, very cool amongst that. Yes. So, I personally really enjoyed the episode. That was really good. So, if you can get past overdramatic women <laughs> and stalkerish creepy dudes with really bad train scenes... Then yes, it is a wonderful episode. Nice and spooky. Yeah, has a spooky vibe. And we will end out on the closing narration. Or, what do we do? Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Nan Adams, age 27. She was driving to California to Los Angeles. She didn't make it. There was a detour through the Twilight Zone.
much shorter an ending than it was of opening. But as always, you can reach me at Stars on Travel, reach Amanda at KZ Pup, reach the show at Beyond Our Focus, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and podcast services around the globe. Maybe. Maybe. Anything else? Nope. Till next time. Long days and pleasant days.